Thank you for tuning into American Dispatches once again. This is the single greatest news entertainment podcast ever made. You know what they say. When one guy pulls out prematurely, she's likely to go date a psychopath instead. And that's exactly what Afghanistan is doing to Biden this week. Two new dinosaur species were found in China. Siberian wildfires become the world's largest. The Indonesian army gets rid of their two-finger virginity test for female recruits. And so much more. It's another wild week in 21, so let the rundown begin. Could Afghanistan's last hope be a communist warlord with a pension for hookers and hard drinking? The Afghan army certainly thinks so. That's as Abdul Rashid Dostum re-enters the violent saga that is his home country. The 67-year-old former vice president of Afghanistan has returned from medical treatment abroad with his eyes on destroying the Taliban completely. Upon arrival, he told reporters that they will never escape. They will all be killed. I will turn northern Afghanistan into the graveyard of the Taliban. The backstory on this guy is worth noting. Born in obscurity to poor Uzbek immigrants, he joined the Afghan army under Soviet control. Later, as the country descended into civil war, he rose through the ranks of various militias only to leave entirely when the Taliban took over in the 90s. Known for his seething hatred for the group, he returned in 2001 as a CIA asset and got back to fighting his sworn rival. He has since survived assassination attempts from both the Taliban and ISIS. Unfortunately, he may not be above committing atrocities himself, most notably baking hundreds of Taliban prisoners to death in hot shipping containers and intentionally running over one of his own soldiers with a tank. That said, he enjoys a loyal following among his men and may be seen as a badly needed unifying figure. Putting 38 million Afghan people between murderous militants and a potential psychopath. Just one more interesting ripple effect in President Biden's humanitarian-focused foreign policy. The Indonesian army has decided to get rid of its, quote, two-finger virginity test to check if a female recruit's hymen has been ruptured. The army's chief of staff said this week that they are instead going to be focused on more general health issues. Any man who has ever gotten a three-finger prostate exam is just now a little jealous. A miracle baby becomes the smallest ever recorded to go home healthy. That's as Kwek Yu Zwan was born several months premature at a hospital in Singapore, weighing only 7.5 ounces, about as much as a softball. After months of treatment, she was released to go home and expected to grow into a perfectly healthy adult. When a spokesperson for abortion clinics was asked how a baby was successfully delivered who was smaller than some aborted fetuses, she had no comment. Siberian wildfires now surpass all other fires in the world combined. That's as estimates put the fires in the Yukatia region at over 62,000 square miles in total devastation. This makes them larger by geographic area than all the year's fires in the U.S., Canada, Turkey, and Greece combined. To which a couple of guys from Jersey reportedly responded, Hey, uh, you think your country's fire is bigger than our country's fire? Huh? An unknown toxin from Angola is turning a major river in the Congo blood red and killing hippos. That says the DRC's environmental minister blames an, quote, Angolan factory specializing in industrial diamond mining. This is poisoning the Kase tributaries, which in turn bleed into the mighty Congo River, the lifeline of the entire region. As if the Congo wasn't scary enough, man, now the rivers themselves are killing things? The Venezuelan government and opposition groups launched peace talks in Mexico City this week. The American-supported opposition is being led by Juan Guaido and is seeking fair elections, 
release of political prisoners and for the regime to allow in more foreign aid, including COVID vaccines. The talks come as hyperinflation and bad communist policies continue to ravage the once wealthy country. Or as self-described socialist Bernie Sanders would like to put it, solid economic principles built on good governing practices. Two new huge dinosaur species are found in China. Both are plant-eating sauropods, belonging to the same category as the famous long-neck brachiosaurus. Chinese scientists named one of the species Silu, or Silk Road. The 70-foot-long dinosaur fossils were found in the Xinjiang region. International experts noted that same region has become recently famous for the plight of the Yeager people who live there, but agreed that the name Yeagersaurus just doesn't really have a good ring to it. An IED struck a convoy of trucks carrying American equipment in southern Iraq this week. This is one among many indirect attacks on U.S. forces even after the July 26th agreement between Baghdad and Washington for all remaining combat forces to leave by the end of the year. Or until ISIS 2.0 happens, whatever happens first, you never know anymore. Amid scandal, social turmoil, and the resignation of Cuomo, Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hocho is set to become the first female governor of New York. She said she has her own vision for the Empire State, and in an obvious move to distance herself from her predecessor, she told reporters that her and Cuomo, quote, have not been close physically or otherwise. Unfortunately for the good people of New York, she may not be close to the departing Democratic governor, but her politics are. Researchers at Brown University found that babies born during the pandemic have, quote, significantly lower IQs than their pre-2020 counterparts. Associate Professor of Pediatrics, San Denai, led a team that studied the cognitive development of 672 children, with a large segment born post-July 2020 being compared to those who came into the world in the year preceding COVID. The difference is, according to him, quote, not supple by any stretch noting that the average IQ score for the age group usually sits at about 100, while the post-July 2020 group has a median score of only 78. Now, don't fret if you happen to have a pandemic baby. Researchers believe that this was caused in large part by reduced socialization with the real world. The solution appears to be what any parent in the 70s, 80s, or 90s would have told you. Go outside and play. One relatively underreported consequence of the Taliban's Recent success is that it's inspiring would-be militants from other countries to join their ranks. This is as Indian media is reporting a sharp uptick in Bangladeshis being captured trying to sneak into Afghanistan via the border with India. The young Muslim men are possibly not the only foreigners looking to join the group, raising the threat of their capabilities to export global terrorism. Or as the Taliban would like to call it, our preferred method of international diplomacy. That's it for today, folks. I know I don't sound like it, but I have traveled over 100 countries, hold a BA in international relations and an NBA. I really appreciate y'all tuning in. The world is an exciting, badass place. Stay informed. You can do so by tuning in here on Apple or the Google Play Store. Until next time, vow con Dios, America.